Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Rachel Olson. And Rachel, I don't know about you, but there are days, especially if it's a little rainy outside, if it's a little gloomy, and I've been told to stay away from people. (laughs) I mean, I, I have a hard time getting motivated to do much of anything, especially even get out of bed. So today, I want to talk a little bit about how we can turn that idea around and applaud the pause in our life. Applaud the pause. So clap, clap for embrace uh, when we have to slow it down or. Yes. Yeah. When things don't happen on our timetable or when um, we're under lockdowns or mm-hmm. when um, uh, we have a bad case of um, I want it now. <laughs> Um, that's happening to, to me. Um, a lot of the stores in my area have closed. I need to, um, get a, a rug for my living room floor. My living room is, has a big vaulted ceiling and it gets very, very echoey in there and they're hardwood floors. So, um, if I put a rug down, I think that will help the acoustics of the room and we're going to have, um, you know, Christmas in there and, and open presents and all of that. And so I'm thinking I need a rug. But a lot of the stores in my area that sells these sort of things, like Pier 1, have closed this year. Mm. And so um, I'm having a hard time figuring out where I can go and find a rug. And it's making me nuts because I want it now. <laughs> I, I, I want it now. I, I don't. I don't want to order it off the internet and wait three weeks for it to uh, to be shipped here. And <laughs> I just I want to go and get one now. <laughs> I am right there with you, and I think that you and I have kind of that type of personality anyway, where we may want what we want immediately because we're just so used to that type of a lifestyle where we're we're on the go and we have the freedom to do what we want to do to go where we want to go and Mm -hmm. now there's this big pause that's been uh, placed on all of us in one way or another and so I guess we have a choice to either embrace it or to Uh, As the Bible says, kick at the goads, you know, like kick against it. And Mm -hmm. I I believe that this is a time when we can really slow down and say, okay, I am going to choose to figure this thing out and not let it get the best of me. And boy, I don't know. Some days I do better at that than others. I'm just going to raise my hand and admit it. But, oh, mm. There are days. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I want to try to think of some things that we can do. And you and I have both gone through the whole gamut of, I'm going to redo my closets and I'm going to start that project and and do those things. But then, but then what? And I think about how long these lockdowns, you know, they come and they go and, and life uh, 
starts to rev back up and then it slows back down and and you feel like you're on what our friend Stephanie calls the Corona Coaster. You know, one second you're flying high and you think, okay, I can do this. And the next minute you are picking yourself up off the floor saying, I don't want to. <laughs> I just don't want to. <laughs> For sure. I have days. I have days when I actually love it because even though I'm very much a people person, I'm also a happy homebody. I like I can spend three days at home talking, you know, to to no one just doing my own thing and be perfectly happy the problem is come day four i need to throw a party like i need uh <laughs> it's like i'm i'm leaving the house now and i i want that verizon commercial you know where you open your front door and there's the entire network of people standing there waiting to hear what you have to say <laughs> so um so for sure some days i handle it really well and other days i'm like um, I, I want to go to the movie theater so bad. I just yes. want to go see a movie in a theater, which is nuts because virtually all I do for entertainment is watch Netflix or Hulu or TV. You know, it's like, but so, you know, watching a screen here versus watching a screen there. But, you know, I just have days where I'm like, I, I really, I've already been thinking I really want a church service, mm. a, like a midnight mass. Mm. I really want movie theaters. Um, our family's um, Thanksgiving was canceled this year due to Corona. Even though our family gathers outdoors every year for Thanksgiving, um, the crowd is huge. Um, three branches of our family gather. There's anywhere from 80 to 200 people there, depending on how many show up on a given year. Wow. Um, so even though, and it's a giant potluck, like the, the longest potluck table you've ever seen in your life. Um, and so even though it's outdoors, there's like 120 people walking past those yams before you get to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, that's hilarious. So, and we have some elderly people in the family and this, that, and the other. And so, um, I, this family has gathered like this at the at the family camp outdoors for Thanksgiving for a hundred years. Hmm. Um, and so crazy this this year, Corona got the the family camp Chris uh, Thanksgiving. Hmm. So, yeah, it's hard sometimes, it, but. It, Here's here's the upside. Here's my applause. The pause, um, it, because we do Thanksgiving this way, which is so wonderful, and we each just have to bring one dish to share. Um, I it's been a very long time since I've cooked up an entire Thanksgiving feast myself, all the things. So I'm uh, actually excited this time to cook up all the things myself, just the way I like them, and nobody <laughs> will be sneezing on my yams. <laughs> Well, I love the way that you spin that to a positive, and I think that's where we are right now. And there are days when we're good at that, and there are other days when we want the Verizon commercial, right? So I am right there with you, and yesterday, I think that it all came so vividly clear to me. And I've known this in the past, and I've even preached it from the pulpit, you know, to say, okay, instead of having a pity party, when you feel like poor, poor me, start serving, start serving, because that's when you start realizing 
what your purpose is all about. And so yesterday that kind of came around to me like I have been in this up and down up and down mode since all of this has been thrust upon us and I had a friend a mutual friend of yours and mine that is a widow and she is struggling with some computer issues and for some reason she thinks I know what I'm doing sometimes I do uh -huh. sometimes Sometimes I don't, but she was trying to get some pictures off of her husband's computer and she just didn't know how to do it. And I think it's an emotional thing, too. You know, there she is dealing with um, him not being gone all that long and and having to go deal with that. So I told her, I'm OK with coming over if you're OK with me coming over. And we spent several hours together laughing and I was helping her in a multitude of different ways around the house and and when I got home I told my husband I feel better than I have felt in a long time and he said well that's because you were exactly where you needed to be God put you in the right spot at the right time to help someone else and so for me, I, I had the time to do it because I wasn't busy with going to work to do a radio show. I wasn't busy with real estate. I was home and I had this major pause in my life. So when she said, gosh, I just need help, I said, I can be there. So for me, I'm applauding that pause yesterday because it gave me a glimpse into how God really wants us to live our life. It's not all about our checklist and how much we get done. It's about what is our purpose in Him. So you're saying, Rachel, your purpose in God is not finding a rug, it's serving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. saying that I'm saying that to me too, you know. I'm like, okay, God, I need to see. And, and here's the thing, you know, we're we're told we can't get together with groups of, you know, big groups. I get that. Mm -hmm. So when I look in the Bible, how many how many people did God usually uh, deal with? He would pair people up, right? He was always mm -hmm. saying, okay, go out two by two and do it, help one another out. And so he was sending Paul and Silas and, and he was sending uh, James and John. And so you think about how the Bible did things and you go, okay, two is a great number, right? Isn't that what mm -hmm. the Bible tells us? Even back in Ecclesiastes, you know, two is a good number to do things together, two and three, wherever two or three are gathered together in my name, there he is. And so I'm mm -hmm. just wondering if we could applaud the pause by just saying, okay, I don't have to waste time hanging out on social media all alone in my house, feeling left out and feeling like I don't know what to do next. Can I get an amen? Can you raise your hand? If you have felt that, like I am looking at social media on my phone instead of being with someone who needs someone walking with them. 
Hmm. Well, that reminds me, my neighbor remarked to me, um, uh, this would be back in, I guess, September or early October, you know, she was basically lamenting um, that everything it seemed like for the fall was canceled, <laughs> all the conferences and whatnot she was going to go to. I, I don't even know what all was on her, her calendar, but things that she looked forward to were, were canceled and she was super bummed about it. These are my next door neighbors. And um, every Halloween, I, I buy some pumpkins and put them on the front porch and I, I will put up some purple and orange lights and make it look fun and pretty. But that's about the extent of, of what I would do on Halloween. But this year I decided, it, uh, after hearing her say that in early um, early part of the month, I went out and bought a bunch of um, Halloween-y stuff and decorated my back porch. I have a screen and porch. It's not huge. We have a table and chairs back there that seats four. Um, but I decorated it all up for Halloween with more lights and more pumpkins and all this stuff. And then I invited them over to come sit on the back porch with us um, and, you know, just uh, shoot the breeze and connect for a while. And we had such a good time. So then the next weekend rolled around and I looked for another couple to come invite to the porch. And I had my um, good friends who live just a couple blocks over um, come sit and on and on and on. There were five weekends in Halloween. And every every weekend, I had somebody different in those two chairs opposite Rick and I um, on my porch. And then Halloween ended, and I was suddenly sad because I called it Spooky Porch. Um, <laughs> I had to put Spooky Porch away, <laughs> I, and I would issue people invitations to Spooky Porch. And I had a, the best time in October with Spooky Porch and entertaining two at a time on um, outdoors on the porch. And then I was packing everything up, and I was falling into a deep depression because there was no more Spooky Porch. Um, and um, I looked at Rick and said, "Can we decorate the porch?" for Christmas <laughs> and he said I reckon you know now we do have a lot of Christmas decorations already but I wanted to go get some more to do the porch and he's like I reckon and I said can we do it this weekend that was the first weekend in November <laughs> And he said, I think we should at least wait till Thanksgiving. Of course, that Saturday I was out at the store buying decorations. <laughs> I currently have uh, what I'm now calling Jingle Porch. Um, <laughs> and I'm starting to issue invitations to come come porch sit on Jingle Porch. Um, but, you know, I, I miss having the big gathering. I would, I love, love, love a big party. I know some people are introverts and they don't want to walk into a room of 50 people. To me, I can't wait to go from, you know, group to group to group and, and catch up with each person. But it's also been really nice to just sit down just with another couple, mm. you know, and just spend some quality time talking for several hours and, um, you know, really finding out how are you and what's going on in your life. And um, so, yeah, you know, I will applaud the pause that brought me Spooky Porch and Jingle Porch and um, a deeper connection with with some people in my life. I love that. I I just I can picture it, you know, you on the porch. So your pause brought a new purpose for your porch. So there's a lot of peas in that sentence, but boy, I love exactly what you're doing and we just did a little something similar. We we probably were at the um, at the limit on people, but we have a new couple that started at our church in February and then all of this hit. 
And they moved here from Arizona. They didn't know anyone. And so one of the secretaries at the church said, hey, they're building a house out in your county. And they really haven't had a chance to get to know anybody. Would you be willing to kind of welcome them to the county? And I said, absolutely. So I thought, well, I'm not the only one in the county that goes to our church. Let me invite a few other friends that I know. So uh, I invited uh, Mary Kay, our friend, and she walked in the door and she teared up and she said, it's been eight months since I've hugged anybody but my family. And is it okay if I hug you? And I said, yes, yes, it is. You know, there are some times when you just have to be not afraid to love one another and love one another well. So it was really cool to have just a Mm -hmm. handful of people. Uh, we, We cooked out on the grill everybody was outside in back in the backyard and on the patio and we laughed and we got to know this new couple and she's fighting cancer so Mm. she's getting all of these new oncology doctors and trying to just be in a new space and have all of this going on in her life so after Uh, A few days after we all got together, she sent me a text and said, could I please request prayer because I'm in such pain and I can't get uh, my my refill. It doesn't come due until next weekend. And I, I don't know if I can handle it without prayer. So, of course, our whole group that got together started praying for her and Mm -hmm. uh, God opened a door for her to connect with an oncologist that said, we don't want you in pain. Let me get that taken care of for you. And she texted me back and said, I'm in tears, tears running down my face because in all the times I've been battling this chemo and this cancer, that's never happened. And I know it was through the power of prayer. And so you know, I, I'm thinking I maybe would not have had that kind of an intimate setting with this precious new couple had I not been able to applaud the pause that God has provided for us during this time of slowdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to what I don't know is coming yet. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know Spooky Porch was coming or <laughs> Jingle Porch was coming. Um, you know, I wish I could go to the, you know, Mannheim Steamroller Christmas music concert, um, you know, at the at the local uh, uh, opera house. I wish that I could go see the Nutcracker Ballet or I wish that I could have a, you know, company Christmas party and all these sorts of things aren't happening for me this year, um, for most of us this year. But um, who knows, as your story shows, who I might meet or what um, points of connection might happen because I wasn't off at, you know, the Nutcracker Ballet. Um, So I'm excited to see what God might um, send my way. Absolutely. I mean, we have a choice to make every single day, whether we, and you've heard me say this time and time again, but I think it bears repeating. We choose to get up and smile and embrace the day, or 
we can get up and grumble about it. And it doesn't matter what else is going on in the world. It really doesn't. Because what we have to decide is how are we going to face the day? How are we going to start our morning? And I've got to tell you, my wonderful, amazing husband uh, knows that I have been going on a little bit on this Corona coaster where I've had my moments and I got up this morning and I have my quiet time in my same comfy chair in the corner with my lamp on and all of the things I'm reading in my Bible. And that's where I have quiet time about 435 o'clock every morning. And I had just requested if we could get Christmas out. Can we please get Christmas out? And I won't put it, I won't throw it all up in one day, but I want to start having something purposeful to do and I want to take my time and celebrate. So he's, he was so sweet. He started bringing me a tote at a time to unpack. Well, evidently, when he was getting a tote yesterday, he ran across a little, um, a little, statue small little tiny statue of two snowmen one male one female and he had gotten this for me years ago and they're leaning on one another and he says love you forever it says on the bottom of it and he had gotten that for me one year just as a little thing in my christmas stocking and so he always puts it in a special place well this morning i got up and went to my chair and there on my coaster, where I always put my coffee cup, was my little snowman statue that I haven't seen for a while. And I looked at mm. that. It was his way of saying, I love you forever. And it was a reminder, really, that God is loving on us in the middle of all of the stuff, in the middle of the roller coaster, that he loves you forever. And it was just kind of that little love moment that I wanted to make sure that he knew I appreciated it, but I wanted God to know that I am so grateful that your love isn't dependent on what's happening in the world. It isn't dependent on if I feel good or not. It, it doesn't have anything to do with that. It's just that, that reassurance that you are there and nothing nothing can separate us. So in that moment, I was applauding the pause in my life. You know, it's really, um, we can see it as an interruption or we can see it as um, an invitation, mm -hmm. uh, an opportunity. And, you know, in Mark chapter six, Jesus and his disciples, they were kind of, they, they had their agenda. They had been busy. They were headed to the uh, shore of the lake to climb in the boat um, to go off on their way. But by the time they got to the, the shore, uh, there was a crowd of people there. Um, and uh, Jesus was not at all uh, frustrated with this intro. I mean, that waylaid their plans majorly. Jesus was not upset with that. You know, he just accepted and rolled with that and saw that as an invitation um, rather than an interruption. And so I think that's what we have to do with this uh, era of time that we're in is just try and see it as an invitation to um, draw closer to one another, even if that's in smaller, more intimate groups, to draw closer to God and to just embrace the pause. Mm. All right. So that is our mission this week. Are you ready? 
Are you ready? So I'm going to encourage you when you wake up tomorrow to spend a little quiet time with God. Thank Him for loving you in the middle of the crazy and then ask Him to open your eyes to the one or two or three people that need you in their life, that need to hear that God loves them and you do too. Hey, it is a fantastic time to applaud the pause that God has been given us. Here we go. Are you ready? May the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.